I'm Tony and I'm Natalie and we are the Lazy, Lazy Book, Book Lovers. Lovers. Oh my god! Welcome to episode forty-five. We've almost been doing this like this. <gasps> crazy. When we hit fifty episodes, we need to think of something really fun to do. Yeah, something really different. I'm excited. So we are in. Wait, when is our year anniversary? Sorry, I don't know. We need September. to look it up. When did we like, yeah, when we released our first episode? Yeah, we'll have to have a we'll look. Have to look. We are in a bit of a bulk recording at the, this yeah. month to... Because of the, the human being <laughs> that's on its way. <laughs> the inevitable child. The tiny human. <laughs> so <laughs> this is day one of like three different days we're going to do this month. Yeah. Um, we're going to have to preface this yeah. today. The fan background noise is, it's quite it's hot in the UK. I arrived home after sunrise this morning, so a little bit hungover. She's growing a human. I the am. fan is necessary. Yep. And the windows <laughs> are open, so you may hear beautiful wind chimes, but that's just adding to the aesthetic. Yeah, it's because I'm that girl. That girl. <laughs> that girl who has wind chimes that in her window. <laughs> yeah, they're from each place I've been. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that dickhead. <laughs> and we're going to talk about smutty books. <laughs> Yay! So, yeah, there's going to be probably a lot of giggling happening. Oh, so our first episode was the 5th of August. Oh, wow. So we're, we're approaching. Oh, my God. That's... Yeah, that's crazy. I'll have to work out which, which number that will be. Everyone, like where I was out last night and I was like I was doing like a countdown like I have to be recording a podcast in nine hours <laughs> <laughs> and they're like why it seems like a lot of effort and I'm like you know what screw you it's fun <laughs> <laughs> this is our child now <laughs> I like this thing mm. right so we decided to do a smart talk episode after I was like yeah I'll, I'll sort all that yeah. out I realised that I'm, I don't I don't actually get smart talk videos because yeah. I don't really interact with it too much. But very luckily, I'm in an awesome Discord group with a bunch of ladies, mm. a couple of men as well, from TikTok. And we have a Not Safe For Work channel. And we have our resident smart talk extraordinaires <laughs> in there. So I was able to ask them. Yeah, that's what I was hoping you would do. And yeah. I said, I was like, when, I was, when you prep it, I was like, I just know you have, a, you have an in. Because I was thinking I probably know loads off the top of my head. Mm. And then I sat down and I was like, Oh, I don't actually. I can probably think of like four or five. But I, I can... don't know if they're like big on smart talk. Mm. I think they're just big on book talk, which is why they're into that with me. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm quite new to this world of fiction, really. So um... I've like put them into little sections almost. And I'll tell you which ones I've read or which ones I want to read or have on my bookshelf or whatever. I don't think any of these you've read, if I'm honest. No, because really... Until, like, the recent fantasy smutty books, really, I haven't read anything like this. Not yeah, because like there's been any particular objection. There's a big honest. genre of these smut talk books which are just not really my mm. vibe, so I probably will never pick them up. Mm. But they all had very high reviews from the ladies who <laughs> do enjoy it. So, like, Blood and Ash was probably the first thing I read that I was like, yeah. I've never read anything like this, it's that this descriptive. And I thought it was like not the norm. And then I went and read a few more books and I was like, oh, okay, oh, yeah. I've just been missing out. <laughs> yeah, so that's not actually on the list, neither is like 
Apatar or mm. any of A.K. Mulford's books. Um, mm. Because I would say they're more fantasy than smart, but that doesn't really matter when it comes to smart. No. Um, but they're just not on this list, but we have extensively spoken about <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, we've covered them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to hear anymore. So, I've put them into little groups. So, the first little group we're going to talk about is four books that are like... They have those covers that are like the illustrated ones, so you'd probably pick them up thinking they were just a cutesy romance. Yeah. So I think they're like tricky, tricksters, smut up Tricky, <laughs> sneaky smut. <laughs> yeah, because they're like, we're just a cute, quirky romance, and they're like, pow! <laughs> <laughs> Bam! <laughs> so the first one, I, I own this, I haven't read it yet. Okay. I didn't think it had, I mean, I, as I said, I've not read it, but I didn't think it was particularly, I in my head I didn't think it was smart I thought it was just like romance yeah. with a bit of sex kind of like the M- Emily Henry books I don't think you've read it no either. I haven't but like her books I wouldn't I wouldn't say that they're smutty books they are romance with sex with something that's yeah. sexy yeah yeah um, but the love hypothesis you've definitely heard of this I've heard of this yeah. I've not read it though so this is from Ali Hazelwood I've not picked up any of her books yet but I want to pick up I've physically got this one and she also has like a little section called, uh, a little series called the Steminist Romance Books or whatever. Okay. Because all of her books, the women in it are in the STEM field and they're usually like a feminist take on Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I know the Love Hypothesis does have sex in it, but I, in my head, I put it down as a romance with yeah. sex. But it came up on all the lists of... Uh, smart top books fair enough so yeah so love hypothesis it's a fake dating trope oh, I do like I do like in an it. office space yeah and it actually started life as a Kylo Ren fan fiction <laughs> I so like like when you read the description of the main character who I believe is called Adam yeah because the guy who plays him is Adam Driver isn't it mm. so Adam and it is just describing Adam Driver <laughs> basically <laughs> Um, and then the lady is called Olive Smith, and she is just what is her name? Emily? No, not Emily. I can't remember. Mm. But the the person that plays the other half of Kylo Ren, I can't remember now. <laughs> I've never seen the film. Yeah, I've not seen it for so long. So useless. But yeah, it started off as a as a fanfic on like Ao3, and and that was a bit. So they work in a lab. I think she is a trainee and he is like a technician. So he's not like a tutor, but he's okay. like the helper of the tutor kind of thing. I don't know. Like a TA. Kind of thing, but yeah. But obviously not teaching. Yeah, yeah. So I think he's, <laughs> the lab I think he's there like working on a PhD. Yeah. I don't know. As I said, I've not read it. Anyway, her ex is also there and she, I think, kisses him when her ex is around and then they agree to do like a fake date in... Thing, oh, I love fake dating. Which turns into it. I have, there's a bonus chapter for this book, which is the, um, from his point of view, the first time they have sex. I've yeah. read the bonus chapter. Okay, <laughs> of course. <laughs> but I haven't read um, Where did you get the bonus chapter? <laughs> to then not read the from book? From her newsletter. <laughs> I decided to read the bonus chapter to see if I wanted to read the book. Oh my god! And then I, I thought the bonus chapter sounded cool, so I picked so I, I actually got gifted the book. I got the book fairy it, which is very kind. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So this is, yeah, The Love Hypothesis. I think it's going to be a series. 
I assume it's going to be like the Steminist ones where they follow different people each time. Yeah. But yeah, so I think this is one of those ones that anyone can pick up, really. Uh, It says, yeah, when a fake relationship between scientists meets the irresistible force of attraction, it throws one woman's carefully calculated theories on love into chaos. Love it. Oh, so she's a PhD candidate. Sorry. Yeah, so I'm it, a it just it. sounds cute. Like even in um, to all the boys I've loved before, like I do enjoy a fake date. I love yeah. a bit of fake date, dude. I'm a sucker for it. It's just I don't know. I'm such so a cute. So someone who's not particularly romantic in my real life. I'm such a sap for romance. Oh yeah, but like media is different. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. So that's that's the first one. That's one that definitely has a crossover into. All fields of book talk, I think. Yeah. And so does the next one. Get a Life, Chloe Brown and the rest of the Brown sister books. I've not heard of this. Oh, okay. So there's three of them. It's by Talia Hibbert. I can't remember if I said who wrote I, Ali Hazelwood wrote the other ones, yeah, I think. So there's Get a Life, Chloe Brown. I'm going to have to look it up on my phone. Hang on, because there's three of them. Get a Life, Chloe Brown is the first one. It follows the Brown sisters. So they're all called Brown. Something Brown. Let me have a look. I, you'd think I would know this off the top of my head because I made like little book stickers for my store. <laughs> so I spent ages drawing them. But oh, yeah. Neither of us have any memories. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so there's Get a Life, Chloe Brown, Act Your Age, Eve Brown, and Take a Hint, Danny Brown. Oh, I like those titles. Yeah. So they're three sisters and they are all plus, <laughs> plus size women. And oh, they I think are, you have told me about these. Yeah. Cause and I'm they saying, are black as well. I've never really read any plus size fiction like that where there's like. Yeah, women who represent me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and all of the men that they end up with are, like, traditionally attractive men. Like Yeah, conventionally. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that, that lovely couple on TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. I think we talked school. about this the other yeah. week. Yeah, them two. <laughs> so, Chloe Brown is the first one. And that's... Um, so, I think these are more romance, but I think they have quite a few good sex scenes in them and um, so the first one Chloe Brown she's a she is a chronically ill computer geek so again it has like chronically ill representation yeah. and stuff like that she has a list of things she wants to do oh, oh and they're from a very rich family so they're quite the daughters are quite in a position that they can kind of like just do what you want mm. so she's got a little list of what she wants to do she wants to enjoy a drunken night out ride a motorcycle go camping have meaningless but thoroughly enjoyable sex, <laughs> travel the world with nothing but hand luggage, and do something bad. And Not bad one's a bit non-specific. <laughs> yeah, she just wants to do something bad. And then she meets Red, who is a handyman with tattoos, a motorcycle, more sex appeal than 10,000 Hollywood heartthrobs. <laughs> He's also an artist who paints at night and hides his is. work. Of course he is. Um, yeah, so she enlists him to help her on her mission. <laughs> I wonder where that oh. is going. <laughs> <laughs> fabulous, fabulous stuff happen. And then the next two, and they have like the covers that wouldn't look like out of place on. Um, I did see this. They're like cutesy illustrated. This covers. TikTok of like romance novels be like these um, smart novels be hiding. Yeah, they like, do. He's, he's like, they were like exposing women and what we see and yeah, see yeah, that. They just, look just like looks like a little, rom-com yeah. kind of cover. You know the amount of people that have picked these up expecting like a cute little yeah. rom-com and have been like, oh, okay. Oh, hold on. Probably not annoyed by what they found. Um, so next on Danny Brown, I was only going to talk about uh, mm. the first one, but we're going to do a little little description of them all. 
So the next one is Danny Brown, and that's a fake dating one. So after, um, I think there's like a fire drill that happens in their workplace, and I think maybe the security guard carries her out, and it gets photographed. So then they do a little fake dating oh thing. Oh my god! Yes. Yeah. And uh, she is the grumpy and he is the nice in this one, which, again, we love. <laughs> we love a bit of a, you know, a different take on the tropes. And then the last one is actor A.G. Brown, and she is the youngest of the Brown yeah. sisters. And she just literally, well, it says here she's a certified hot mess. She just, she has no direction <laughs> in life. She has chaos wherever she goes. Yeah. She's ruined expensive weddings and everything. And her parents draw a line and they say, you've got to get a proper job or we're cutting you off. Because yeah. as I said, they're quite well off. She decides, and she's got purple hair as well, by the way, which makes her super cool. Mm -hmm. She goes to a B&B to try and get a job. <laughs> and oh, the um, owner is, uh, he is a very type a personality and she is yeah too much of a mess for him to deal with yeah so he is very much like no thank you i think it's a chef job when she's leaving the b&b she hits him with her car <laughs> <laughs> and she takes him to a and e and then she decides to stay around and help him because he's got a broken arm yeah yeah. and sex ensues <laughs> presumably <laughs> but yeah they just sound like fun relatable mm. i don't know just yeah yeah good 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 yeah, vibes definitely. <laughs> she's a hot mess one. <laughs> yeah i know she sounds i like that she's the youngest one because it does sound like the youngest sister kind of vibe so i failed to multitask completely <laughs> no, then. No, no no that was it that was what i was gonna say i was just bringing that to your attention <laughs> we we just had a, a message from our editor whilst we were chatting so. <laughs> Yes, I do need coffee. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I've had less than five hours sleep, which is fine. I feel fine. It's just later. I'm not going to feel... Yeah, yeah. That's why we got to start early with it. We should have saved this for like a giggle at the end to perk, perk you up. It's all right. I'm, ca I'm capable of summoning the... Like, you don't function on shit or sleep for years like we do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My friends are always like... I've never seen, like, you're the same amount of energy whether you've had, like, three hours sleep or 20, and I'm like, just... You have to. It is what it is. <laughs> Last night, my son fell asleep on the... We went to my mum... This is just a complete tangent. Yeah, from, go for it. From Smart We well, didn't tangent at all, so... We went to... We went to my mum's, and then she... Uh, when we came back, it was, like, half past three. Yeah. And my son fell asleep in the car. Danger nap. Yeah, and I was like, God's sake. So I was like, I'm just putting you straight to bed because yesterday was the first technical day of summer holidays. Yeah. And by, I would say, 7am, I was done. <laughs> Absolutely done. I'd heard, Mummy! about 200 times. I had made, I think, six sandwiches. I was done yeah. by like 7am. Yeah. So, yeah, when he fell asleep in the car, I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna take the couple of hours break and deal with, deal with it yeah. after. So I put him to bed. And he slept till like half six. And mm. I was like, mm, okay. So he didn't go back to sleep till 10 last night. That's not bad. I was expecting you to say worse then. Yeah, I was. I'm glad I had those few hours of sitting down and mm -hmm. not being showered out. That was nice. And catching up on some work. I'd 
loads of Etsy orders come in last week and for some reason my app didn't notify me to anything. Oh my god, that's yeah. so annoying. And it was only because I decided to check the dashboard and I was like, I've got six Etsy orders and two messages, all of which are almost outstanding now. Yeah, so that's annoying. Thanks, Etsy. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, so he went back to sleep at 10 and then he woke up at, uh, I think, like half five this morning. So he had a, a little lie-in. And I was like, okay, that's nice. That's insight, I've had, like, life, I've had a good chunk, chunk of sleep, apart from when mm. I had to get up three times for a wee. But apart from that, I had a good chunk of sleep Sometimes, night. like, when you just, like, catch up a little bit, it's, sometimes it's worse. Mm, yeah, I'm waiting for it to hit me later. Yeah. Definitely. Because, like, I so I passed my theory test last Saturday. <laughs> and leading up to that, I was, like, obviously revising for it outside of work, and I was a little bit stressed. So then this week, I was like, okay feeling a little bit burnt out shocker <laughs> so I was like okay we're gonna take over this is a rest week I did no blog stuff in the evenings mm. like I've done I've done no work except my actual job yeah um so apart from keeping the very many plants alive I was like no responsibilities this week I'm just gonna be complete self just, and oh just plant mum you know when you just get hit like <laughs> when it's just like <laughs> like hits you like a brick wall that is what happened yeah. to me this week <laughs> mm. And then I ruined it all by staying up till five in the morning today. <laughs> yeah. But it's good. It was all great. It's all good, though. It's all good. It's all a good. good night. We're going. Had fun. <laughs> right, so the next book. This is one I haven't actually heard of. Okay. But it was recommended recommended to me by... Uh, I thought it was on my clothes. I no, I just <laughs> never take the tags off things. So it's one of my pillows. <laughs> This is one I've not heard of before. Yeah. <laughs> but it was recommended to me in the Discord and it's called The Girl Who Jumped and it's a steamy romantic comedy. Again, with the cutesy little cover, which I love it. I um, got it. Can you show me? Yeah. Yeah, again, that, I was just thinking like rom com yeah. Yeah, rom-com. So this is by Matilda Swinney? Swinney? Swinney, Swinney, sorry. And the tagline <laughs> for it is, be careful what you wish for. So it says... A lifetime of failed relationships, one huge risk, one sexy dominating man, what could go wrong? Based on true events, after a lifetime of frogs, Tilly sets out to find her own Prince Charming. But there's a catch. She wants her Prince Charming to be the ultimate dominating man. Oh, okay. Not sure if this is possible, she follows her best friend's advice and ditches conventional dating sites for a steamy sex dating website. That'll do it. <laughs> However, That'll do, pig. <laughs> However, Tilly quickly realises reality is not like the fairy tales as she mm -mm. battles with her inner feminist. Will she ever get used to his rules? And more importantly, what is he hiding? So this is a perfect fan, um, perfect for fans of steamy romantic comedies, age gaps, miscommunication trope, not found out, mm. with elements of BDSM. So there we go. And it says book one of one, so of the girl who jumped. So potentially there's going to be more. But yeah, I was told that that was really good. And I do enjoy the smut books that have the the covers that pretend otherwise. I just like the idea of like some sweet like lady in her 60s picking that up. thinking or it'd be buying a cute... it for like a, yeah. a great child. <laughs> thinking it'd be a cute story. And then it's like BDSM. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, yeah, because there's no, like, there's nothing on that cover that would tell you otherwise. Yeah. Luckily, this next one, it, the tagline is on the cover. So this is called Faking with Benefits. And then the tagline is, a friends to lovers 
reverse harem romance. But if you don't know what that means. <laughs> but yeah, and it's another cutesy little. That's why I put them oh together. Oh my god, yeah. I feel like all of these trick you. So it says, wanted, three fake boyfriends, must be tall, ripped, and willing to teach me how to kiss. My name is Layla Thompson, and I'm undateable. Seriously, I'm 28, and I've never had a boyfriend. And with my 30s rapidly approaching, I'm starting to lose patience. Lucky for me, I have three guy best friends who are all too eager to help hone my dating skills. Of course they are. There's Zach, the huge rugby player with a cheeky grin and rippling biceps. Josh, the boy next door with the sculpted jaw and calculating stare. And Luke, the silver-haired divorcee who happens to be my old professor. <gasps> oh, shock. Horror. So, yeah, it's a uh, spicy fake dating romance featuring multiple love interests, ton of sizzling fake relationship heat and a whole lot of heart. No cheating. And uh, happily ever after guaranteed. I might actually give that oh, a try. Oh, I like it when they put that as well, like happily ever after guaranteed. Sometimes I've I seen a lot that. of books that say that and I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's good. Yeah, no one dies in my book. Yeah, like that kind yeah. of thing. One of the books that I'm going to be mentioning today and I will talk in more detail with in our reading up yeah. in a couple of weeks. I skip. It was like in parts, so I just like yeah. browsed what the parts were called. And the last one was the happily ever after, and I was like, "Oh, that's why we're so yeah, happy going you know, into this well, now." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So coming out of like the cutesy covers, there's one called Den of Vipers, which I think is what I meant to buy meant when to I buy bought, when um, bought these Violent Delights, and yeah. it was a completely different. Yeah, yeah. they're very similar. Um, I've had mixed things about Den of Vipers on TikTok. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think it's got a lot of questionable stuff in it. Yeah. But I think if you enjoy Reverse Harem and BDSN, then it is exactly what you want from yeah, a book. Don't have to look too deeply. Yeah. So, Dunno Vipers by K.A. Knight. So, I didn't realise this part, and someone in, because someone in my Discord mentioned this, and I was like, yeah. is that the Reverse Harem book? And she was like, yeah, it's the one where her dad sells her to the to the gang of bikers and I was like I did not know that part. oh yeah okay <laughs> um, but yeah so Ryder Garrett Kenzo and Diesel the Vipers they run this town and everyone in it their deals are as sorted as, as sordid as their business and their reputation is enough to bring a grown man to his knees forcing him to beg for mercy they are not the people you, type of people you mess, mess with yet my dad did the old man ran up for debt with them and then sold me to cover his losses they own me now okay my bestie Roxy read this and the main character is called Roxy and she said it made her really uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) yeah that is fair so I I like the idea of reverse harem books I've not read any but I have a lot that I would like to read yeah but I always think about the like the actual real life implications of trying to because then you would just be acting like a mum to like five men and clearing up yeah exactly I'm like Outside, outside the sex scenes, is this working? I'm just like, I always say that. Unless they're all feminist and they're actually like cleaning up after themselves. People that like have multiple relationships, I'm always like, that's it. Like one boyfriend seems like a lot of effort. Yeah. So like multiple boyfriends, that feels like a lot to me. I mean, this is probably why I'm single. Yeah, I mean, I'm not complaining about the books but yeah i'm just saying so, like, in the actual day-to-day there's yeah. three people you've got to like speak to and take care of and make feel wanted and blah, blah, blah. yeah and just or if it's reverse harem is it just all about the girl in which case then i'm on board yeah i mean if it was like 
for vipers that just wanted to treat me mm. like a princess, then yes. Please. Yeah, I just don't want to take, take <laughs> I, I taking care of other people. Yeah. <laughs> so it does say, warning, this book contains scenes and references of abuse slash assault that some viewers may, uh, viewers? Some readers may find triggering, triggering along with graphic sex scenes and violence. This is a dark book. I love authors that put mm. stuff like that on their descriptions. Now, so I've said this before, I really enjoy that it's becoming the norm. Mm-hmm. Especially for things like dark romance, because some of them mm. can be really dark, like, from well, what I've they, seen. They walk a very tricky line between toxic yeah. and not. Yeah, I've discovered from... I did, like, for some reason get a lot of stuff like that on my mm. feed at one point because I was interested in the controversy of the puppet and the something which was an indie book I was going to okay. discuss in one of our episodes. And then literally, like, the week that we were doing that episode, it turned out that that book was really, really problematic in so many ways. So I'm really okay. glad I never yeah. mentioned it in the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that was about, like, some incest and underage stuff. And I'm like, that... I not I understand it's dark, mm. dark fantasy, like, as in not fantasy as in orcs and stuff, but fantasy as in yeah. what people... But I'm always like, do you need to have enable that one? Do you yeah. need to have underage stuff? Yeah. Is that like, I don't want to. Not... I'm not shaming anyone, but why do you want to? I, I feel like you should be shamed for incest. To be fair, I don't know why you'd want to write it. If I'm honest, yeah, that's that's my thing. Yeah, I don't. Uh... But but. Also, with this thing where they're trigger warnings, at least that, I think, if that was a, say, someone quite younger picked up that book, and there's a trigger warning saying, like, this happens in this book, then at least they know, like, oh, this isn't normal, because they had to warn me about it. This is not a relationship, like a normal relationship. Yeah, I mean, like, they're very tame by today's standards, and are probably Mm. why I, I probably why it takes a lot for me to be like oh yeah that is a smart book yeah but i like i remember being extremely young and reading like all of the mills and Boons books and they're, you know, I don't know what they are they're um like a they're like the romance for mums kind of thing okay. so they're all very sexual but not by today's standards but for like 13 year old me I told you when we were on holiday, like I picked up a book that oh, I thought yeah. was like a crime detective novel, and then it was like in like lots of descriptive sex scenes, and I was like, hmm. okay. <laughs> but I Not don't, what I was expecting. From what I remember, I don't think that one was like she was the one that was like fucking everything up not the guy and then he calls her on it and he's like he was like I can't even remember the name of this book or the plot or anything no. I just like I can't even remember why she was involved with the detective either I've got nothing for you yeah. I just you I just remember, remember that remember bit of like uh, that was like popping out and you were like hang on one second <laughs> hold on a second hold on a second this is not a detective novel <laughs> what happened here then? this is a seven page sex scene <laughs> so from Dead of Vipers, we're going to go into the the biggest section of like the smart talk books, which do not come on my feed at all, but apparently are very prevalent on smart talk. Yeah, and it's like the contemporary romance. Well, we're not neither of us big contemporary fiction readers. Yeah, are not we? really. So we go read. So um, I'll go through them. These have all been highly recommended. Yeah, and um, they're pretty much all from series as well, which I think tends to be the norm. Well, they they're meant to be easy reads, like quick reads, aren't they? Yeah, like you binge yeah. them. Yeah, like that's the kind of thing. Yeah, I would take on a take on a beach, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
So the first one um, is by Penelope Douglas, who I have seen come up many a time on BookTube because I follow romance readers on yeah. BookTube and Penelope Douglas is one of those that comes up a lot. So I know she writes a lot of steamy romance. Mm. So this series is called The Fall Away and the first one is called Bully. So I think it's like the bully to, okay. to lovers kind of vibe. Mm. Not, I mean, I don't tend to read contemporary. So, And it does say here for fans of Colleen Hoover, who again is someone that I'm unlikely to ever pick up. Yeah. But it says, so, my name is Tate. He doesn't call me that, though. He'll never refer to me by a friendly nickname. No, he'll barely even speak to me, but he still won't leave me alone. We were best friends once, then he turned on me and made it his mission to ruin my life. I've been humiliated, shut out, and gossiped about all through high school. Yes, in high school. See, that's... I don't want to read about sex in high school. I don't know, I just... If it's other teens with other teens, I feel like... It falls in the acceptable region. Yeah. But if but you are reading it as an adult, you are reading about minus having sex. Yeah, so I don't like know. if you're of that yeah. age, I guess it's okay. Yeah. But if you're like 34, yeah. <laughs> why would I want to read about like 17 year olds having sex? Yeah. That feels a little bit like it's falling under a word we won't use. <laughs> mm. I don't know. His pranks and rumours got worse as time wore on. And I made myself sick trying to stay out of his way. I even went to France for a year just to avoid him. But I'm done hiding from him now. And there's no way in hell I'll allow him to ruin another year. He might not have changed, but I have. It's time to fight back. So um, the praise is all about the tension between the characters. Best friends to enemies to lovers romance. Um, including trauma of high school relationships and stuff. So mm. it sounds like... A TV show because they always have like yeah like Pretty Little Lies and stuff. They're all meant to be fifteen, but they're like played by twenty nine year olds and they're all having sex. You know, it's just... well even in like you know in Sex Education where yeah. Eric gets with um what's his face Adam Adam who was his bully yeah and I was like okay I get why that happened but I'm still I don't know I uh, feel really weird about I, it. Sometimes. I still get really annoyed that he broke up with Adam. <laughs> I mean, like, him and Adam, when they were actually that. together, and yeah, Adam stopped being such a toxic dickhead, then I was like, yeah, this is great. But when they were first getting together, I was like, I don't know how I feel about no, this. No. But like, I saw someone reviewing like the most recent Gossip Girl reboot and just saying mm. like how uncomfortable it is when you actually think about it because they're like 16 year olds and they're having threesomes and things and it's mm. like i was like yeah that's actually a really good point but because they're not played by that age range i think you don't do you remember like skins yeah they were children yeah they were and, like, actually um, and they actually filmed those have things. you seen like the especially the um what's her the name actress who played effie Oh, um, I was going to talk about April, who played Michelle. She's been very vocal They've about been how abusive TikTok, it yeah. was. Yeah, because they there was I saw the actress who played Effie. She did it like a Q and A. Yeah. Um, and she was like, they were like, did you actually film those sex scenes, and were they as uncomfortable to film as yeah. it looks? Because they didn't have any intimacy coaches mm -hmm. or anything. No, and she was like genuinely like fourteen, fifteen, filming yeah, this stuff. exactly. Yeah, because she was actually on. She had to be sixteen to apply to audition and yeah. she went in at 14 and then they did, when they found out she was 14 they were like that's good because the character is actually 14 I auditioned for season 3 of Skin did you? have I ever told you this? no <laughs> yeah uh, so we 
stood in a playground from 10 in the morning until like four o'clock we just stood and queued in a playground you went in you had to improv one scene and they just like called out numbers and cut you from there oh. um and like i got i didn't get through the first round my friend i went with got through to second round and then she got cut there but they asked you like do you have any special talents because they all the characters have like a thing don't they yeah they ask you to list your special talents and all this kind of stuff oh yeah well to be fair season wait was it the third generation it was just season three of like original skins so. oh but season three was a good season i yeah. was gonna say it was the third generation you weren't missing out much but season three was a really good season i nearly met effie she came around the queues of people oh. saying hi um but i just didn't quite get close enough to speak to her but i was in a crowd near her and i was like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> random yeah so that's the fall away series by penelope <laughs> douglas back to the point <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, so someone recommended this by Karen Thomas or Kay Thomas and it's called The Billionaire's Phoenix, it's book two and the first one is called The Billionaire's Siren, so they're part of the, it's called A Sapphire Siren of the Sea's Cruise Ship Romance. Say that faster. (laughs) The series is called Sapphire Siren of the Sea's Cruise Ship Romance. Vacation romance. Again. That's the series. <laughs> but this, the second book was particularly recommended. Yeah. Um, so it says, I rose from the ashes, but he spread my wings. I don't like jocks or playboys. In fact, I teach women how to kick their asses. I do this so no one has to be a victim like I was. Never again would I depend on a man. They either hurt you or leave you. Like a phoenix, I rose from my circumstances. I made myself strong secure i pushed childish things aside and focused on my stable future but when he walked into my life he ruined everything he was used to flaunting his money but it was his body i wanted and he wanted mine or so i thought he tricked me into following my dreams he made me lust made me want to trust love and then he betrayed me oh this novel is for adults only it contains strong language erotic scenes and discussions about sexual assault when you were like when you said like spread my wings i really thought you were gonna say something spread, else spread my legs <laughs> <laughs> i know i almost did read it that way but yeah so it's about uh elena gonzalez who's a fighter and um, because she had to to survive the horror of her past and david maddox he's a bad boy fashion mogul and business tycoon oh uh there we go then this is some buzzwords yeah so i don't know what the first one's about but the second one was the one that got recommended was the first one about the same characters or is it different Different characters oh okay yeah oh i just thought of one that i didn't put on here but i just need to mention it because it made me laugh so have you seen on tiktok the terms and conditions and i can't and the fine print those two no okay so they came up on my tiktok quite a lot for a while and so the first one's called the fine print and the second one's called terms and conditions yeah and let me find you the cover whilst i'm talking i saw them and was like oh they must (laughs) they must be dark academia books and i like dark academia books just just based on the cover and the titles yeah i just decided that myself no one told me that anyway my friend recently read them and i was like oh are they are they good are they they're like dark academia books aren't they just like no (laughs) 
<laughs> what are they really? They're like erotic fiction. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is what the cover looks like of the fine print. Oh yeah, I would have said yes. that was like a library. I was like, or... I was like so what's it about? Like a, a, a library, duck, I don't that. No, it's about like Dreamland Billionaires. So it's a series about this place called Dreamland, which is like Disney, mm. but their version of Disney. And the billionaires, the billionaire who runs it, he is testing his sons on which one should take over, and it's about them finding romance, like okay. erotic romance. And I was like, <laughs> well, that's not the Dark Academia book I was no, looking for. not quite. <laughs> Maybe some of it's in a library, but probably not. <laughs> but that just made me laugh when I found out, because she just could not stop laughing, and she was like, yeah. I'm so annoyed. I wish I'd just... Um, lent them to you and caught your reaction you would be that person buying a book all innocently like oh it's going to be a nice dark academia book oh okay can I borrow them around September time because I like to read dark academia books around that time and she'd have just giggled and handed them over she was like I'm really kicking myself that I didn't just do that (laughs) Uh, because I would have just carried on yeah you would have been like oh this is a nice surprise off we go (laughs) I would have just like probably not known at all Mm. that it was actually just a smutty set of books when are we going to get to the library I'd be like so who's at who's at the university what's He's tied up, but when are we getting to the library? <laughs> so is she going to start reading to him now? Or... <laughs> so yeah, I was almost that person, which I enjoy. The next series, which are uh, one of the... I won't say her name because she might not want her name. Okay. Oh, I could probably say her TikTok name. I can't remember what it is. Um, <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's Pisces and Paperbacks, but it could be the other way around. Okay. Anyway. She has great smutty recommendations. If you follow her, just... Yeah. Of, yeah, her videos are great. And this is a series that she absolutely loves, and I'm actually creating the stickers for the covers for her. Mm. So it's called the Fallen Men series. She particularly likes number two, she said. Okay. It's a seven-book series. So the first one's called... Uh, they will follow different characters. Mm-hmm. first one's called Lessons in Corruption, and it's a student-teacher romance. Oh. And it's by Gianna Darling. Um... So this is, it's a forbidden student-teacher romance between the son of a notorious MC president. Motorcycle? <laughs> Am I showing how, how... I think that's a bit British of us. <laughs> Don't think they even call them motorcycles. <laughs> and his prim and proper teacher. He was 18, the heir to a notorious criminal MC. Mafia? No, Mafia. Master. master. And my student. There's no (laughs) way I could get involved. No way I could stay involved. Then no way I could get out alive. So this is a um, student-teacher romance with an age gap and a standalone. And she really loves Welcome to the Dark Side, which is the second book. Um, So let me just look that up. And all of the covers are just like... Just amazing. Okay. In 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 like, do these ones actually look like smart novels? Yeah, yeah. They're like amazing for like what you would expect. Oh, okay. They're like a tortured man on the front. Oh, it's like, not like oh. a half naked man. No, though. it's no. just like his hand. No, so um, and his hand in his face. The second one, which is her favourite, is. I was a good girl. I ate my vegetables, volunteered at the local autism centre and sat in a front pew of church every Sunday. Then I got cancer. What the hell kind of reward was that for a boring life well lived? Well lived? Well lived. 
I was a 17-year-old paradigm of virtue and I was tired of it. So when I finally ran into a man I'd been writing to since he saved my life as a little girl and he offered to show me the dark side of life before I left it for good, I said yes. Only I didn't know that Zeus Garrow was the president of the fallen MC. What is MC? <laughs> <laughs> and when you make a deal with the man who is worse than the devil, there is no going back. I need to know what this is. What the fuck is the MC? Oh my god, this is how far out of it we are. So yeah, like the first one, they're yeah. all just like, they're all covers that you could have on your shelf and yeah, no one you would really get away with have that. a guess at what they are. What is MC? I'm going to have to look this up later. Right. If I just Googled it, would it, it probably wouldn't come no, up, No, it's it? probably not going to help, is it? Like, what's MC but in smart fiction? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Masterclass? Master Chief? But why would you be a president of a masterclass? It's like me and those uh, dark <laughs> academia all over again. <laughs> right. Wait, what? What is an MC? I'm just going to see. If... I'm going to do next series. Oh, this is miscarriage. I don't think I'm <laughs> right. <laughs> miscarriage. Master of ceremonies? No, perhaps not. What is MC in rap? That's a singer, isn't it? It still means master of ceremonies. Mm. I didn't know that. That's cool. Um... Can you search what is MC in erotic fiction? <laughs> <laughs> what is MC in erotic fiction? Let's do it. <laughs> and there's going to be people like listening to this just shouting like, it's I know, you idiot. Motorcycle club. You might be right. I swear, it must be motorcycle uh, club. Romance, uh, so MC, motorcycle club, romance is, is a subgenre that is very intense. It's not for the weak or faint of heart. For someone who will get offended easily. They fight hard, play hard, and love hard. This is what I love about MC romance. Oh, so it's kind of like... It's like a subgenre then. Like it's, a, it's yeah. like a thing. It's giving me like shifter vibes. like shifter Biker or vibes. MC romance and erotica. Oh, right. So it's a yeah. thing. You are right. I'm sorry for doubting <laughs> you. Okay. You and your master of ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, master class, master chief. No, fucking both I'm crap. I was thinking about like Hells Angels or something. Right. And the next series is called The Salacious Players Club by Sarah Kate. That sounds like a fun club. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a four book series and um, the first one's called Praise. He calls me perfect, he's flawless pet, he's good girl, broken down and wounded by my emotionally neglectful ex. They're always... They're always wounded from an ex. I wanted someone to tell me I was good enough. Praise sounds like a good place to be. Then I stumbled into a new job with a boss who brings me to my knees. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> he has me do things a real secretary would never do. Emerson Grant tells me I'm more than just good enough. I'm worthy of his praise. There are a million reasons why I should stay away. The owner of the Salacious Players Club is not just my new boss. He's twice my age. And my ex-boyfriend's father. Oh, what? And him, I'm treasured. I'm adored. I'm his. I'm a good girl, but I'm falling for the wrong man. Oh, oh. Okay. The oh. minute, the, the minute it was like my ex-boyfriend's father, I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> Escalated. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, so they're all set at the Salacious Players Club. So the other, I think they're all different characters following different characters the other books are called eyes on me give me more and mercy please have mercy 
<laughs> so actually, I I might pick that up. That sounds oh, yeah, right. That sounds good. <laughs> right. So this is one that was recommended by Sophie Lark, and it's called "There Are No Saints," and it's the Sinner's Duet. Okay. Duology, it's a duology. I, what is this thing with calling duology duets? When, I, why has that become a thing? I don't know. Is I've it people it just not knowing the word? Or I think it's just people prefer to call it that. But a duet isn't... A duet's a singing thing. It bothers me. <laughs> Maybe uh, duology is mostly used in, like, fantasy realms? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So this is by... I said Sophie Lark, didn't I? Yeah, I think so, I um, interrupted. <laughs> it says here, I loathe Alistair Shaw. The city of San Francisco thinks we're rival artists. In truth, we're predators battling for hunting ground. Wait, is this a vampire? We never chase the same prey until the night we both laid eyes on Mara Eldritch. Shaw wants to use her as a pawn in his twisted game. I'm fixated on her for a different reason. She makes me feel things I never thought I could. Want things I never wanted. Only she can make me lose control. I don't know if I should protect her at all costs or destroy her before she ruins me. Mara knows I'm no saint, but she's no idea that she's dancing with the devil. Is this a sapphic one? I think so. Or are they both men? Yeah, is it a male protagonist speaking them? Oh, they're both boys. They're both guys. Oh. Oh, I got excited then that it was a yeah. sapphic. Because you don't normally get like... <laughs> no, you don't get much. Sapphic or Achillean Send us um, some remote re- recommendations. recommendations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this is a romantic suspense. I don't... Are they vampires? I don't, think I don't know. Yeah, it was a bit vampire-y. Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh, it's a serial killer. I think. Okay. We're That's different. different. Rival artists, though. Serial killer artists. Someone's murdering a child outside. Well, they've caught my attention, regardless, because <laughs> I kind of really want to know. What, yeah. I'm gonna have to ask the person who recommended. Yeah, what, what is what the hell is going this vampires on? or I don't think it's vampires. I don't know. Yeah, but it's like hunting, prey. Check trigger warnings before reading is one of the reviews, but they gave it five stars. <laughs> I saw this on TikTok. <laughs> it was like someone had made a comment on some. Someone like had talked about a book and then read out the trigger warnings mm. and then someone someone commented like that trigger warning list is my recommendations list <laughs> that's so true sometimes I read something and I do the trigger warnings and I'm like oh okay, okay. I'm gonna read yeah that. that's for me <laughs> <laughs> and like the um the the tiktoker with like had done the comment and she'd done it you know the song I like that you're broken broken like me oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> like you're you're Caution list is what's making me want to read this book. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, so another series. We're almost almost getting out of this kind of section of the okay. the contemporary books that we're unlikely to be. Yeah. Out. So this is by T. L. Swan, and it's the Miles High Club series. So we all know. I'm, I'm this. assuming. I always assume with these Mile High Club things, these people are not flying a con con. <laughs> Like they must Trump's have nicer not. bathrooms. Yeah. Because I can barely move around. I've never never used a toilet on a plane. I've really? never seen them. But I've never been on longer than like a four hour flight. Yeah. I even four hours though. I, I, refuse, I refuse to, I'm too scared. I don't want to get sucked out the toilet. <laughs> 
my worst thing was I don't like, move when turbulence all. started and was I was on the loo and I was like, Why well, I, I can't return to my seat. <laughs> I'm not done. You're shuffling down the aisle. <laughs> You're like closed around your ankle. <laughs> like the seatbelt sign came on and I was like, What am I supposed to do? <laughs> you think they'd have a seatbelt on the toilet for those situations. <laughs> just like I always wonder about that. Like if the plane goes down quickly and you're on the toilet. Do you just die on the toilet? Yeah. Like, <laughs> covered in, like, other people's fecal matter or whatever. But, like, honestly, I, 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 like, I'd like to know the mechanics of doing it in a plain bathroom because I can barely move around in there. Maybe what it's named at a slimmer audience, but still. I'm trying to think of, like, I know people, mm. I know it's, like, supposed to be good because they're high out. So surely but just... it smells... But surely just at home being choked would give you the same sensation. <laughs> like, you'd then get, like... You want the strong smell of disinfectant and a public bathroom that's also, like, three inches wide. You just go to a swimming pool. And... Yeah. Like, <laughs> there are other ways like, to do this. They're usually, like, unisex changing rooms. You can, like, you can buy out one of those, um, you know, those high-altitude, like, flying chamber things. <laughs> Just buy out one of them and be like, don't watch. <laughs> Do you think a lot of staff get involved in like mile high stuff? Surely not because they have to be ready for. Yeah. I don't... Anyway, so the, the first anyway. book's called The Stopover. And there's four books at the moment. So The Stopover, The Takeover, The Casanova, and The Do Over. I do enjoy the names. Casanova's a bit stand out compared to the other ones, but and the covers are all just like from nose to like waist of a gentleman in a suit, and they've all got a different colour tie each book, mm. which is quite cool. It makes them look like they can afford first class, yeah, <laughs> or business the nice class. Yeah. <laughs> so a memorable night of passion that refuses to stay just a memory in this sizzling and scandalous romance. I was upgraded to first class. On there we go. Flight. I told you, it's not happening in the economy. <laughs> From London to New York. Yeah, as well. You like you'd have, it'd have to be a long flight. It's not like you're just popping over to France. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's gonna know. <laughs> the food, champagne and service was impeccable. The blue eyed man sitting next to me even better. He was suave and intelligent. We talked and laughed and something clicked. Fate took over and the plane was grounded. And we had an unexpected stopover for the night. With no plans we made our own. Oh, so they didn't have sex in the, in the plane. Um, that was 12 months ago. I haven't heard from him until today. I started a new job and met the CEO. You can imagine my surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I won't read the rest. We can yeah. work out from there. No oh, naughty blue eyes have no place in the workplace. <laughs> I like that. Most of these are available on Kindle Unlimited as well, yeah. of course. Right. So now we're going to go into a little bit. We're starting to go into the fantasy Woohoo! Which is where we like to be. This is where I shine. So <laughs> this one is by Caroline Peckham and Suzanne Villen. All right, you haven't A even heard what it's me. called yet. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even bother to edit that out. Like honestly, my neighbours keep screaming like they're being murdered, and I'm like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> so it's by Caroline Peckham and Suzanne Valenti. Which are the authors of the Zodiac Academy series? Which we're also going to be oh, talking okay. about. Okay, yeah, I was wondering if we were getting to that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because now we're in the fantasy section. This is yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is called the Ruthless Boys of the Zodiac. Is the series okay? So the first one's called Dark Fae, 
and then Savage Fae, Vicious Fae, Broken Fae, and Warrior Fae. Right, so I think it's about smart. fairies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not supposed to clap for him this <laughs> A complete dark fantasy romance series. What do a heartless dragon shifter? <laughs> the tail gets involved. <laughs> a heartless dragon shifter, a cold-blooded blooded basilisk, an arrogant lion shifter and a breeding tattooed harpy have in common me (laughs) (laughs) top of my list (laughs) i can read romance but there just needs to be like fairies yeah like if that miles high club was featuring a fairy you'd be like yeah even nothing supernatural happened it's still the same plot but they're vampires or something fine (laughs) done happy you should you should just read them and then like whenever they talk about them just be like the vampire was brooding (laughs) so elise callisto do you remember when i read that book rhapsodic which i almost put on this list but i've discussed it in detail in another rhapsodic could also be on this list she was called calypso Miss Callisto, Very, um, so there's nothing in relation at all, but I'm just mentioning it. It's like Greeky sounding names. Mm. It's probably a very overgeneralization. <laughs> I feel I can feel eyes being rolled at me by saying that. But. Elise Callisto, vampire. She's a vampire! <laughs> Angel of vengeance, and I go on a mission to destroy one of them for murdering my brother. Oh, oh wait, wait, escalate. Hang on. I, I, I assumed it was reverse harem with all those guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Okay, so there's a big description. I'm not going to go into all of it, but when I interrogated slash accidentally killed a werewolf who was high on a <laughs> who new... hasn't done that <laughs> right? It's my Friday night. <laughs> who was high on a new and dangerous drug called Kill Blaze? His final words painted a dark reality for me. The king of Aurora Academy killed my brother. The trouble is, there's four <laughs> kings at the academy. Each of them have motive and bloodthirsty natures. Aurora Academy. So it's like a dark academia one. <laughs> Yeah, we like a little bit of okay, weird boarding school vibes. <laughs> um, a gritty college-age steamy series set in a world where fae fights take whatever they want. The heroine will end up with multiple love interests, so you never have to pick a favourite alpha hole. <laughs> you can expect dark and hot romance and a twisted murder mystery which will leave your head spinning and your heart racing. This series is set in the same world as Zodiac Academy. <gasps> Oh, sold, and it's on Kindle Unlimited. Oh, sold. <laughs> you know what? Do you know on the Amazon like Prime Day, mm. I was looking at the prices of Kindles because, like, I can. To be fair, yeah, it feels ridiculous because on my iPad, I can buy get the Kindle app. I don't have a Kindle. I just use my tablet yeah. or my phone. To read but my me. iPad's quite heavy, and oh. if I just like a proper Kindle, like it's really light, and I don't have to worry like. A Kindle does not cost like a hundred, like three hundred quid, like my yeah. iPad did. I've recently just upgraded mine, so it's an mm. Amazon Fire, so then I can have the Kindle app and my library app because yeah. I get the audio um, yeah. ebooks from the library. So, I was yeah. debating it. I might. They're not that expensive, even without the Prime Day. So I might. I well, I've got my. Then I can get all these books because yeah. these are books that I probably would read once and wouldn't keep. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, don't want to waste trees or money buying physical books well prime is like uh, obviously i'm not saying everyone go to amazon because we shouldn't be however kindle unlimited is until like, there's an affordable alternative yeah. <laughs> it's like eight pound a month yeah so if you read like two books a month it's pay for itself really yeah. 
Yeah, I might have to do okay. it because I want to get to all these really good books we we're talking about. Like, yeah. if I just went on holiday and I just wanted some like naff reads for holiday, this is this is this what is I'd the be. One. Well, not naff reads, but you know what I mean. No books you'd read in a day. Yeah. So next, Zodiac Academy. <laughs> so this is from the Zodiac Academy. Have you read series. this? So I started reading the first one. Yeah. And then I saw that it was one of the books in the Round Robin. Oh, okay. So I stopped reading it. So I'm actually getting it next month. So okay. I decided the first time I read it, I want it to be the one I annotate. Yeah, yeah. So I put it back down. I've seen a lot of people say there's nine books at the minute. I don't know if that's really. I didn't know it. there were that many. Yeah, I don't know if that's it or if there's going to be more. Um, a lot of people say like the first one is slightly poorly written, mm. but then by the time you get to the second one, you're so into the story, you don't really care, and then yeah. perhaps the writing gets a bit better. I don't know. I think just if you're into the story. I told you, it can be badly yeah, written, exactly. but if it's a good it story, matter. you can get on with it. So this and is, vice versa. Yeah. So this is by Caroline Peckham and Suzanne Valenti. So it follows two characters, they're twins, and they are the Gemini of the Zodiac Academy, mm. obviously. Um, so it says here, I'm a Gemini, impulsive, curious, headstrong, a twin, heir to a throne I knew nothing about, and it turns out I'm Faye. But of course, there's a catch. All I have to do to claim my birthright is prove that I'm the most powerful supernatural in the world of Solaria. And sure, technically that's true, as I'm the daughter of the Savage King. But the bit they didn't put in the brochure was that every single fae in this kingdom would claim my throne if they could. So, when I I read about three chapters when I picked it up. Yeah. And it followed these two girls. Um, It doesn't actually say their name here, which is a bit weird doesn't actually say the main character's name is here and I can't remember what they're called and they are um orphans and they are like just trying to get by in life you know like they're um you know they're still into yeah, get yeah. By, blah blah that kind of vibe and then someone just rocks up a bit like Atlas 6 kind of yeah. and it's like you've been accepted to this academy or whatever yeah. and they're like we ain't got fuck all going on here yeah as well. might as well free food yeah and then they go and like the first day they're there they do like um it's like a kind of initiation but not quite so basically everyone that's starting that year so they're like college age they're not children mm-hmm. everyone that's starting that year i think they're like 21 they stand in a circle and then the tutor like does something so um it shows what elements they have each of them have like okay one element that yeah, they yeah. control and then her the two girls it's it, when i was reading the first one at least it each chapter flicked between the twins okay they found out they had all the elements which is like unheard of it's rare to have two elements yeah and they have all the elements i love it and that was as much as i read yeah and then since then i've heard like a synopsis that said which obviously kind of about what they said so basically there used to be one family that ruled all of like yeah the realm or whatever the savage king and he was assassinated and his children were thought to have died i think but okay. it was obviously it's these girls, these girls. Okay. and since then the four families that each claimed that they should take over have just been ruling together as okay like a foursome so when they find out that the true heirs are alive um, their lives are like in danger because all four families yeah, yeah, yeah. if they take up their rightful place all those four families lose, lose whatever. and there's lots of like sex throughout as well so <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I think one of them is involved with a teacher, maybe. One of them's like a bully romance. I think mm. there's lots of different. I see mixed things on TikTok. Mm. Like sometimes on TikTok, they're like, oh, I was promised this and it actually was very vanilla and stuff like this. And other ones are like, it's so extreme. It depends on the person, doesn't mm. it? But one thing that everyone seems to agree on is if you get to like book two, it's addictive and you won't you stop. You get sucked in, yeah. Yeah. Um, they've all got pretty cool names. So the first one's called The Awakening. They're all Zodiac Academy mm. sub name. So The Awakening, The Ruthless Fate, The Reckoning, Shadow Princess, Cursed Fates, Fated Throne, Heartless Sky, Zodiac Academy number eight. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Maybe it's just not loaded up yeah. properly. The Awakening is told by the boys. Oh, number nine follows some of the males instead. Oh, okay. That are like their lovers or whatever yeah. okay yeah. so i don't know i think if you get along with it you'll enjoy it I it's just will. one of those i, I, I think i'll love the series so i haven't picked them up because no. i'm like oh no i'll oh no i oh, know that's why i was like i'm gonna wait until i read the one i can annotate because yeah. i just think the first annotations will be more fun so yeah i will be reading that within the next month or two okay right next one is violet flames it's from the Primordial God series by P.S. Nail. Nail? Spelt Nail, <laughs> but I'm going to guess it's probably pronounced Nail. Nail. Um, <laughs> so this is a um, 18 plus paranormal fantasy romance. Which I like firstly, what they the ages. Love yeah. it. Mm. Yeah, because the age ratings you can select on Amazon are pretty like, if you want to select yeah. what a YA, it's, like, 13 to 18, which yeah. is a bit... Too young. I mean, I guess that is technically what publishing houses say mm. YA is. But it's not 13 f- to 18 are very different what you should be yeah. picking up for it. This one says, until death, dismissal or dishonour. Ember Lavaris. <laughs> you can tell we got to the fantasy section. <laughs> Is a firecaster. She's a descendant of the god of fire, which makes her, which gives her the ability to cast fire magic from her palms. She is one of the nine distinct species born from the ten primordial gods. Okay. A vampire killed her mother two years ago, and her father is always off on business trips, so her sister is all she has. Tropes involved. I quite like that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it says. Uh, the primordial realm is set in a fantasy world filled with magic casters, angels, vampires, lycans, fae, demon, elven, and mythical creatures. Gosh, she's got it all covered. And then the tropes are strong female heroine. This is a duology, by the yeah. way. I don't ever mention that. Strong female heroine, slight enemies to lovers, forbidden romance, close proximity, secret relationship, alpha male, touch her and die, and found family. <laughs> Second book's called <laughs> Emerald Skies. I like the specific, like the specificness of like touch her and die because that is a trope people love. Yeah, yeah. Like I like the way that the term trope is now just evolved to yeah. general things that people the like. Who hurt you? Are, yeah, like those the, kind of things. Yeah, yeah. Knife to neck and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I thought that sounded cool, and so was in that. I I can't remember if I put it on the list to mention, but there was like the um by katie robert the neon gods which is like the persephone there's a lot of persephone and hades Mm. 
ones. I, I tried Neon Gods, I couldn't get into it. I didn't put any of the other Persephone and Hades ones on here just because I was like, no. Right. <laughs> Protest. <laughs> A couple more and then we're done. Oh my god. Okay, so this is the Bonds That Tie series. What <laughs> are those series? Is that? There's six mm -hmm. books in this one. Of course there are. So Broken Bonds is the first one. Savage Bonds, Blood Bonds, Forced Bonds, Tragic Bonds and to be named because it's not come out yet. Mm -hmm. um, so this has just got a short description. It's by Jay Bree and it's a fake book, I think. After the death of my mother and her bonded, which I guess we all good. love a bit. Yeah. Bonded <laughs> I, was <laughs> I was relieved to find my own bonds. I was sure everything would be okay if I had them. It wasn't. The fate of our people is in my hands and I know we're better off if I'm alone. After five years on the run, I'm caught and dragged back to face the men I ran away from. I thought I was doing the right thing. Now I'm not so sure. North, Knox, Griffin, Atlas and Gabe may never forgive me, but one thing is for sure, I won't ever forgive myself. I mean, none of that says a smut to me but it was on a smut list so. i mean so she's saying all those people are her bonded so like all those men so maybe it's reverse harem again i feel like they should make that a bit more obvious north Knox. <laughs> imagine saying that really quickly their power increases when they're with their bonded oh, oh. Okay. people are very upset about um kingdom of ash and whatever bonded stuff in that <laughs> they're joining <laughs> right so the next one i'm not going to talk too much about because i discussed it a lot a couple of episodes okay. ago the dragon's bride by katie <laughs> robert again yeah yeah oh that's it that's all i got to say about it really have you, have you got on to the next one where i've downloaded i've not started it yeah okay. um but no i haven't started time. <laughs> I'm excited about the Kraken. Uh, so this is from the Deal with a Demon series and it's about human women who go into this realm where there's different creatures and they have to spend seven years with one of them and if sex happens, it happens. It happens, it happens. <laughs> so the first one is she ends up with a dragon. Yep. That's it, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> I talked about it in detail a few episodes ago. I loved it. I want the physical book because it looks so cute. That's it. Um Anything by Kimberly Lemming. I read one of her books, the Mr. Yeah. Foe one, which I just Oh my god, that was yeah, that sounded so good. Yeah. So she's got a the Missile Foe is like a little spin-off side Christmas one. Um the actual series is called Mead Mishaps. And the first one's called That Time I Got Drunk and Saved a Dragon. <laughs> and the second one's called That Time I Got Drunk and Yeeted a Love Potion at a Werewolf. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. These books sound like they're on my vibe. <laughs> and they have wonderful covers. Oh, my God. I almost put them it's with the, the covers that trick you. Yeah. They're just brilliant. Yeah, so this, this one, it says... Uh, for the first one, which is that time I got drunk and saved a demon. She just has such good titles. Yeah. All I wanted was to live my life in peace, maybe get a cat, expand my spice farm. Really, anything that doesn't involve going on a quest where an orc might rip my face off. <laughs> but they say the goddess has favourites. If so, I'm clearly not one of them. <laughs> 
After saving the demon Fallon in a wine-drunk stupor, all he wanted to do was kill an evil witch enslaving his people. I mean, I get it, don't get me wrong, but he's dragging <laughs> me along for the ride, and I'm kind of peeved about it. On the bright side, he keeps burning off his shirt. Okay, the next one is a book I've read. Okay. I read it in one day the other night. Well, I read it in one night the other night. I will talk in more detail in a oh, couple of weeks. Oh, the yeah. But, Morning Glory Milking Farm. <laughs> And it was so flipping good. Um, it's by C.M. Nascosta. Um, and it's part of the Cambric Creek Sweet and Steamy Monster Romance series. Oh my God, you and your monster smart. I'm just so into it, isn't it? <laughs> and I've downloaded the second one. I'm yeah. going to start that soon. Um, and this is about a... Actually, the world building was really, really okay. good. It just, I could not stop. So it's about a world that's like very similar to ours, but every fairy tale, cre- like every creature is also just there. Okay. There's like no discussion. They're just... It's like not a thing. It's just... Yeah. yeah. Um, so Violet, she's a typical down-on-her-luck millennial. <laughs> so she's overeducated, drowning in debt, and she is at the point that she's going to have to move back into her parents' basement, oh, basically. Vibes. <laughs> and then she comes across an advert for a job, and she's like, it's very well paid. Yeah. She gets dental, health, two weeks vacation. She's like, this sounds too good to be true. Yeah. So she, and it's a morning glory farm. Um, and then she finds out what it is, and it's basically, so in this world, humans have basically like commodified all of the creatures so they have like they use different parts of these creatures like willingly given in medicinal stuff okay so morning glory farm milking farm in particular is a pharmaceutical place it's not sexual that's made very clear (laughs) it's a pharmaceutical place where they milk the semen from centaurs (laughs) milk the semen from centaurs and it is um used in i think effectively what their version of viagra is for human men okay Um, and and it's in this place called cambric creek and this is a place where all of the creatures just live yeah fine so she grew up in a human only town okay so when she goes there she finds it a little odd getting used to it and then she learns to love like just seeing all the, the different creatures, going to the supermarket and seeing all this different stuff. So there's like moth people, she makes friends with a vampire, there's tiflings, there's centaurs, there's um, snake men, there's yeah, 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 just living normally. Orcs, you know, just everything. Yeah. So she gets a job where she is one of the technicians that milks the centaurs. <laughs> And I don't know if we all know what the milking entails. (laughs) And it's just, and she's like, and she realizes very early on there's kind of nothing sexual about it because it's literally like they sit there and they put their penis through a (laughs) hole, and you're on the other side and you've got to stimulate, and then there's a machine to collect the milk and the semen. And they get paid per ounces, so you've got to be very careful not to drop any and blah, blah, blah. So it's all very not sexual at all, really. Okay. And I guess when you've milked <laughs> multiple a day, you just, you just get used to. Yeah, okay. But for some reason, this is the only gripe I had. The first one she does by herself. So you start, you 
you trail someone else, they show yeah. you the techniques, the different <laughs> techniques. Because some of them on their charts, they have um, requests. Preferences, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. And sure, then sure, sure. when she uh, does her first ever solo one, for some reason it's just like she can't get that particular penis out of her head. And then he starts requesting her. <laughs> it's a human monster romance book. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Guaranteed happily ever after. How does centaur sex work? Oh, it tells you, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, she, yeah, like when she, so many when, she, when she can't get him out of her head, she's watching porn of it. Oh. Because she's so, yeah. Okay. Um, And it's like, there's a lot of discussion of like, because in this town it's so normal just everyone all of the creatures yeah. but then when she like has to tell her parents obviously they're from a human only place yeah. so they find it a bit weird so it's like more than just the the milk <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so yeah anyway it was great that sounds um, interesting. <laughs> the series is gonna follow different things different places in the town so the next one follows um a sweets it's called Sweet Berries, and it follows a farm that collects something from someone else. But and when then, you said berries, then I was like, no. And then there's, there's one that's set in a brothel. Okay, okay. I'm going to read that whole series. Right, next <laughs> book. So this is book one of the Tempting Monsters series. Oh, my God. Can you God. tell we've got yeah, to my yeah, okay. monster smart section? This is just the you section now. <laughs> this is what I get on TikTok. <laughs> And I only found about found out about this recently, and I was like, "How did I not know about this?" <laughs> and the first one's called "A Lady of Rook's Grave Manor," and it's about a woman <laughs> who again is in a world where there's monsters. And yeah, stuff. yeah. Um, and she, uh, she has. It's like set in like a kind of Victorian vibe. Okay. And she works as a maid with no, she has no prospects. <laughs> and she, she, um, she gets offered a place at Rooksgrove Manor, which is a house of <laughs> unusual, <laughs> unusual. I love it when you hesitate before saying it. Because <laughs> I'm like, and then I know something's coming. <laughs> it's like, um, you know, it's a, it's an ill reputation house. A brothel, <laughs> if you will. A house of ill repute <laughs> And she discovers that she's really into monster sex and <laughs> she becomes the favourite of a lot of particularly monstery gentlemen. <laughs> you sometimes you say these things just a bit too casually. <laughs> and uh, I think it's a reverse harem one. I think there's tentacles and stuff, so it's up my street. <laughs> And again, you've said that a bit too casually. You can't just blow past a comment like that. <laughs> These tentacles are getting bothered right on my street. Anyway, you next book. To build it up. <laughs> really into tentacles, guys. <laughs> Krakens are my jam. Krakens are cracking. <laughs> um, so I only know the first one. I don't know if they're follow different characters from there i assume they do i think they're set at different <laughs> places in this world a bit like the milking farm <laughs> and i had to just keep saying milking because it was really making you uncomfortable oh don't i just don't like anyway yeah it's just like milking a cow okay? 
the detail. I was like saying to Nick last night, and I think he was really unimpressed with me talking to him about this. Well, about centaur milking. I was like, I've never read a book that goes into so much detail about penises, and they weren't even human penises. I was like, you know, it's talking about the different colour fur at the base of the penis and like the different some of them have spots, some of them have like soft fur. And Nick was just like, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> I'm going to sleep. Shut up. <laughs> I'm picturing Nick just sitting there looking at you like... He was just laying in bed and he just closed his eyes and turned over. <laughs> this is my partner of how many years? <laughs> I'm going to have two children with. <laughs> She's going to give and now she keeps talking to me about monster smut. <laughs> we first got together, she was cool and hip. <laughs> and she's going into detail about the fur at the base of Sunday. Dis- but we had a really good discussion with the Dragon's Bride about the double penis yeah. thing. So. You know, sometimes it, it starts. <laughs> sometimes it starts good conversations. <laughs> right, last one, which we all know, and I've put it under I'm the. S- sorry, I just had a really intrusive thought. <laughs> Is it one you're going to ask, or you're just going to move on? Are you going to share it no, with us? Right, so I, I, right, I just had this image of Nick with tentacle arms. He's like put on for you. They <laughs> <laughs> just do a sexy tentacle dance. <laughs> Image flash behind my eyes, and I have to communicate this. And picturing like, if um, I don't say it out loud, it will just live in my brain. You know, in Futurama, Zoidberg when he's like, sideways. Okay, it's out of my brain now. It's in the ether. Let's go. You know, you can buy, um, you can buy sexual aids that are like tentacle shaped and stuff like that. I mean, I, <clears throat> of course, that exists in the world. Yeah. And of course you know about it. <laughs> okay, last one. We've all heard of it. Okay, and it does, it does technically fall under monster romance. Okay. Ice Planet Barbarians. Oh, yeah. I forgot aliens. about that phase of TikTok. <laughs> yeah. 22 book series. Oh, my God, really? Yep. And I all, really thought that was like one book. They're all getting new covers and I kind of want a new cover. 22 books for how long are each book? Mm, like 200. 300. Okay. Monster romances tend to be around 200 mm. because once they get to the sex, that's all you want yeah, to make out, really. Yeah, that's the whole point. <laughs> so, I just Barbarians. You probably know what it's about, but for anyone listening who doesn't, by Ruby Dixon, it's a 22-book series. And it is about getting abducted by blue aliens. <laughs> um, and it turns out that this woman gets abducted and it, she thinks it's the worst thing that could happen to her, but it turns out it's not actually... Because the aliens are having ship trouble. They've left their cargo of human women on an ice planet. And the aliens on the ice planet are um, really horny. <laughs> and I think the I think the trope for it all is there's a breeding kink. Okay. Because I think they want human women to breed with. Okay. Of course. And if I'm correct, I think... Think she had? I think it's reverse harem as well. A lot bizarre. Like I need to, like to, for context, the era of TikTok on BookTok where these books like just Everywhere. blew up. Yeah, and it was just like every single video was like blue alien penises. 
Like, that was every video. Yeah. Like, I was just talking about that. And I was like, I just... <laughs> It was a special year. And then when it got like, when it got, started getting put into like proper bookshops, people were like, I love BookTok for making this happen. Like, oh yeah, and now they're all getting new covers and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, you can literally go into Tesco and pick up the first couple so of these funny. series. And, oh. oh my god. I Have you seen it. the new covers? Have you no, seen I never saw the old covers. covers. So all of the original covers are like. Alright. Um, like, kind of realistic looking yeah yeah and then the new covers let me just find a new cover what's she gonna play she's gonna afford a graphic designer now <laughs> play along at home and look up the new cover oh my gosh yeah interactive <laughs> um are you looking boys and girls <laughs> the new covers are there to trick people you just need a bit of how many see you'd never know how many 14 year olds are gonna pick that up thinking it's just some kind of yeah. cool fantasy thing that takes place on a yeah icy planet and then it's all about breeding at least that way you can read that on like the train or something and not feel judged yeah i mean unless I someone guess, else knew i guess the original ones you would look at that's the problem that, with these know. covers where it, there are like half naked people in the cup and the get that cover from one that's not books. so subtle yeah <laughs> no that's not one of the new yeah ones, okay really, yeah. obviously the new ones are all going to be like that yeah. illustrated style um, that's what we think I'm just like could I hold this in public transport and not feel judged <laughs> unless you meet someone else who knows <laughs> I know like um, there's a there's a TikTok that I saw of someone saw this like middle aged man in a coffee shop <laughs> reading Akatar. yeah and it, no it was um, Mist and Fury you know like go off old man <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but yeah, I know Is that's on a, chapter fifty-five. <laughs> probably, probably tapping it. Um, but I think that's like one of the good things about the Kindle because no one knows what you're reading. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, to be fair. I can't believe how many of these books I physically want for my shelf, though. I well, like that. I told you this era of putting like really hard work into covers. I love it. I show you. You've seen the um the cover for the Dragon's Bride, yeah. which I desperately want. So this is the original cover of Morning Glory Milk and Farm. I don't want that cover. Oh no. But so she's wearing like clinical black gloves and there's like what looks like a carton of milk. Like <laughs> it's a bottle of something. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be the new one. <laughs> and I, I love it. I want that on my shelf. Imagine that on my shelf next to that one. Yes. Yes, please. So for the people who obviously can't see, it's like a full on like curly haired centaur. It's the next holding... series I'm gonna read. <laughs> I just love it. I can't holding a half naked, like what a like half undressed lady on a farm and it's got like curly romance writing. And they're pouring like milk out of a of an urn or something. Oh my god, she is. <laughs> but she's just got like a straight bucket of his <laughs> It's just, um, it's just showing you what what you're in store for. Oh my god! Because you know, she knows how many ounces you get from the wall because she has to note it down. <laughs> She's just like counting oh. the ounces during. Oh my god! Yes, this is like that's that's them in the book. Oh my god! So she's in like a nurse's outfit and the centaur's in a suit. But it's not like a sexy nurse's outfit. It's like scrubs. You know, yeah, that like wasn't realistic. what I was picturing with a centaur. I was picturing like Harry Potter centaurs. Yeah, no. Where it's in like this one, they're like, off, like human. Yeah. Well, mm, like, so they're like human they, anatomy. As in, they, they're not like half horse. Yeah, they don't but they have, have like a horse legs. face. 
and hooves and but they stand upright on two legs and the horns and yeah yeah and then she like okay. they talk about so that like, that mechanics of that makes more sense than the mechanics i was picturing <laughs> they talk about like the cultural thing of it as well so like she asks why some of them have Mm. the ring in their nose and he says that's like their wedding ring like <laughs> and stuff like that so yeah i mean that's some thought put behind mm. that for sure yeah because when they first meet when no when she finds out that if they have the ring in their nose it means they're married and he has one and then she gets upset because obviously yeah. she's been having lots of these masturbation fantasies about him and then she questions she says to him like what does that ring mean culturally even though she already yeah. knows and he's like, oh, it means, like, you're married. He said, oh, I got divorced two years ago, but I haven't removed it yet. And it's just like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, yeah, so I um, I hope they do one on the snake people. Because that sounds, no, cause, just because it sounds cool. Because they um, they go to, like, a farm where they have their venom, like. Okay. And I kind of just want to read the. Um, the High descriptive milking of venom. Yeah, I'm curious about how she's going to make that sexy. I want to know how she's going to make that sexy. I guess it's kind of like a vampire thing. So maybe. I apologise deeply to my brother who edits. Yeah, sorry. If you want to read any of these, I'll let you know. Comments (laughs) reserved. It's all me. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I took the lead on this episode. Um, Yeah, cool. Let us know if you want to read any of these or what you have read. yeah. Yeah. If you want me to talk more about any of these, go to my wish list and buy them for me. <laughs> yeah, come on, start sending us free books. If you want us to talk about them, you have to buy them for us. That's the rule now. Send me monster books. Genuinely, if people buy us books and whatever they are, like I'll talk about them. I'll be so excited. If I got a free book, I'd be like, yeah, sick. Even this is like morally not. I'm not on board with it. <laughs> You'd be like, I'd love to read this like principal out the window because <laughs> it was free. Oh dear, yeah, yeah that was good. Cool. Enjoyed that was my, that. That's my smart talk round <laughs> that just ended in my new obsession with monster erotica. <laughs> I just can't wait for the day in like eighteen years' time. When the child that is currently about to be born, I can be like, this is what your mum was reading. <laughs> and I'm going to do whilst that. you were growing. I'm going to be the weird aunt who's like, this is what your mum was like. If they're anything like me, they'll be like, cool. cool, cool. <laughs> I turned 16 and mum was like, here. Here's my monster erotica collection. <laughs> no, I think it for it you. you. <laughs> it's my vintage collection. <laughs> It's been handed down from mother to daughter for generations. <laughs> poor kids. My poor, poor kids. They're going to have great kids. They're definitely going to be, be mouthy, aren't they? Oh. Yeah. I can't wait for like my son to come out with something at school that I've said to him. And not thinking yeah yeah because like he we have like in the village we have this little like remembrance memorial that he likes to go and look at and yeah. he always says to me what is it like because there's pictures of soldiers and stuff and i'm like oh it's just all the soldiers that died that have like a relation to our village yeah and he's like well they're good guys or bad guys and i'm like no soldiers are good guys or bad guys the only bad guys are the rich people that send them send to them. war and he says that now oh, i'm like God. can't wait for him to learn about <laughs> war in school and be like Actually, 
<laughs> like learning about Hitler and be like, actually, there's no good guys or bad guys out of the soldiers. And then TJ will call me and they'll be like, well, it was true. That's what I told him. Did, so. Was it a lie though? <laughs> what part of it was not true? I am not teaching my son coloniser <laughs> education. Yeah, so we just... Um, like, so much of, like... To be fair, the fact that my school even taught some of this stuff was great, but they taught it in, like, a really removed way and not explaining to me that it was, like, my own government 100 years ago that did it or something. Yeah. Like, it was really taught in, like, a very removed way. I mean, the fact it was taught is better than most schools. Yeah, yeah. But it was very much like I didn't know that was the British doing that. Yeah, I and know. And I don't you know don't why, really. really. Yeah. yeah, it's very, like, distant. Although um, my son did come out with something the other day that was not from me. It was yeah. from um, his dad. He, We were talking about the Queen and he said, we don't like the Queen because she's got too much money. And I was like, was that, was that me that said that? I wouldn't have said that. I would have said we don't like Charles. Yeah. <laughs> and I went and asked Nick and he was like, oh yeah, I said that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what scared me. My little about. hippie child going to school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're all going to live in a commune. <laughs> <laughs> in a utopia and yesterday we were reading this is not smart at all yeah yesterday we were reading about tigers in the morning yeah and then he was like why do because it said something in his book about tigers are losing their places to live yeah. like their forest he was like what happens to them and i say and i was like um rich people cut them down because they can make more money by cutting them down mm. and he was like oh so rich people are bad guys and I was like yeah pretty much and then we made some posters saying dear bad guys don't cut down the tigers forest and they've gone on the lamppost in the street so I just put like we've got like a group chat for the street and I just put up like I'll take them down in a couple of days (laughs) he just wanted to say his bit (laughs) he just had to tell people dear bad guys don't cut down tigers homes please and thank you and I was like I'm raising a good kid. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I can't wait for me to be called into the school all the time. Oh my god, yeah. Your son has been saying this to other children. Like, yep. Well, what's the lie though? <laughs> I'll say it as Where's well. Where's the lie? <laughs> so it's probably a good thing that it was decided I shouldn't homeschool because then I think you'd have missed out on all this this fun of. Or I just think that there would be no balance in his life. <laughs> <laughs> you just think the world is like this. There'll be no one to make him consider it from another point of view. What what if you end up with like a really preppy, religious, conservative child? Like, no, they're just working with me. I mean, if that's the personal choice he makes. Then I no longer have a son. <laughs> um, he he knows that like God and stuff isn't real. Yeah, but he will tell you Norse stories like they're real. So. Oh bless. Him. So he was telling me about Fenrir is obviously Yeah. Trapped and when he when he gets out that we Ragnarok and we'd all die and he's like when he gets through those chains, I'm like, I oh, know <laughs> <laughs> Judgment Day is a ticking, mother. <laughs> he said he was talking about it this morning, just out of the blue, he was like, Is Fenrir getting stronger? And I was like, um, I mean, I, I the world is pretty mad right now. I was like, it. I don't know why. And he was like, because when he gets stronger, he can cut through the chains. And I was like, that's a good point. <laughs> Honestly, having conversations with people's children scares me because I'm like, what am I going to accidentally teach? 
<laughs> like my friend's daughter, she's asked, she's going through the wire phase. She's asking me loads of questions. And at one point I ran out of reasons and I was I was just like, it's just the way the world works. And she just nodded really, like, really wisely and she was like, hmm, it is. And it's just this four-year-old really solemnly saying, hmm. I say that to my son quite a lot. Works. Like sometimes I'm like, I ran out of the reasons why and I was like, I've never had to think about this. <laughs> a lot of time I'll be just be like, because of capitalism and he's like, hmm. Mm, <laughs> I think well, we were, sometimes I like because of white men and he's like ah. I think we were discussing why bees eat different food um, and I was like they just do and she was like that is not an acceptable answer yeah <laughs> I was like I don't know why bees eat I know I go as far as I can and I have to be like it's just the way they're built <laughs> it's just the way it is so yeah there we go oh sorry finishing smut talk with um <laughs> children <laughs> just fascinates me <laughs> we will see you next week for a a fun episode fun, fun-ish yeah a somewhat educational somewhat fun yeah not about smart no, that'll be the week gonna, after we're when we do classy <laughs> <laughs> right bye thanks for joining us love you as a friend bye love you more than